So you really like the idea of having multiple layers to your dungeon, but you don't know exactly how to go about making each of those layers feel different, or how to make them interconnect in interesting and slightly unusual ways. How do you do it? This is how you do it. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of How to Be a Great GM. My name is Guy and today we're looking at how to make a multi-leveled dungeon that is different on each level and that brings with it different opportunities for the players to interact with it and that gives them multiple access points if needed. Now, the way that I've done this is I have used Dungeon Fog, and throughout the video you're going to see a time-lapse of me building this dungeon. It took me a roughly three hours to do the final versions that you will see in this video. So, on that note... This video is sponsored by Dungeon Fog. DungeonFog.com, the ultimate in battle map maker uh, software that you can use free if you like, or get a subscription. Now, the subscription is rarely worth it. Why? Because they're constantly bringing out new art packs. Like last week, they released the Dragon Art Pack. Now, that art pack contains a whole bunch of new assets that relate specifically to dragons. They do this every three months or so, and if you're a subscriber, you get those free of charge. It's really worth having a look at, and if you use the code GREATGM, you get a discount when you sign up for that subscription. Okay, so let's see it in action. Back to the video. Right, so I wanted to do a multi-level dungeon. Something that was a little bit more interesting, and yet not a, not overwhelmingly huge at the same time. Maybe it's me, maybe it's the new way that we operate, I don't know, but dungeons that are more than two or three levels deep, I kind of go yawn. I get bored. It's like, oh, more dungeon, deeper dungeon, darker dungeon, yeah, but does it really need to... What difference does it make if it's one level down, 20 levels down, to the actual... Uh, of the players that are there. It's all just dungeon. So I had a bit of a think and this is what I have come up with because I think a lot of times we forget that the entire world is the dungeon. So I'm going to try something that I've not done before on the channel and I, at least not in this sense. Anyway, I'm going to float and now I'm going to lower myself down. There we go. That's better. Um, so this is the idea. I've got three layers. I'm only going to do three layers because, well, these videos aren't that long, but also three levels is a pretty unique experience the players if you have 50 levels are going to kind of get bored after a while it's like well where do we go to the merchant how do we do this how do we do that all right that's fine that's fine so this is three layers now what i specifically want is the three layers to be very different from each other this is not dungeon fog by the way this is photoshop for those of you that uh, are interested so those are my three layers and i want my three layers to be very distinct but i also want my three layers to have a very specific route to the target but then also a circuitous one one that they could take to get in more subtly how am i going to do that so we firstly we've identified and i'm going to change colors here i want to have the main entrance route so let me go with maybe this color here and i'm going to say right so let's say the main entrance route is over here and that is going to link us down to the map directly below it okay fine so far so good I want to then have a circuitous route, something that takes them in a slightly different, it takes them to the same 
level but in a different route so let's say we're going to start that one here and then we're going to come down and it's going to plunk them out there okay that's great but in order for them to progress to the next level what i need to do is i need to make sure that they need to go through the entire level to get to the next way down otherwise what's the point uh, if you put the exit right next to the entrance they're just going to skip right through that's certainly what i used to do uh when i was playing things like diablo and suddenly the exit was right next to the entrance it's like okay by level i'm going down so we're going to do that again we're going to say right so here's our straightforward route straight down and then we want to have our slightly weird route the other way around now because the slightly weird route oh that's probably a bad color to choose anyway because the slightly weird route might cut out some of the combat we need to make sure that when it lands down here and i'm going to circle it in red when it lands down here it's something slightly different we want it to be different each and every single time so both of these landings need to be different from those landings and so that's basically how it works so these are the three layers what could these three layers be well something that i realized and let me see if i can do that here without making a complete disaster is that this upper layer could be the actual terrain outside so i went okay great I'm building this map because I want my players to encounter something that they haven't necessarily encountered before. I want it to be fun. I want it to be classic. So let's go with the dragon attack. So what is the surrounding territory of a dragon's lair like? So that's what this is going to be. So this is going to be a battlefield. A battlefield. Right. I like it. But where does the battlefield lead into? Well, we could arguably say it leads into the dragon's cave or the dragon's tomb. But we know we've got a layer beneath that. So what are we going to do? Are we going to have this as the dragon's tomb or do we want the dragon's tomb to be right at the bottom? I kind of feel like I want the dragon's tomb to be right at the bottom. Traditionally, dungeons, it was at the very core of the dungeon that you faced the big bad. So if the dragon is the big bad, he can't be on this level. But what could be on this level? This could be caves because we're going deeper and deeper down. So let's put it in here that it is just caves and we can fill it up with whatever kind of monsters we want. We then go from caves down into the dragon's lair because that's what we like. That's the whole point of this entire objective. So we want to go into the dragon's lair. When we then get to thinking about this process, we go, okay, so it's a battlefield. We want our PCs, therefore, in theory, to then start somewhere, let me choose a proper color this time, to start here, obviously, where's my layers, thank you. We want them to start somewhere down here, as far away from the point that they enter into the dungeon as possible. We're trying to maximize our stage basically we're trying to get them to go from point a to point b to point c to point d to point e and so on and so forth but we also don't want them to get feel as if they're trapped hence providing them with alternative ways of getting there the battlefield itself i think we need to control the route that they're taking and i think we need to think of some really cool ideas around that so for the battlefield i then went okay how do we do that how do we get the players how do we give them two ways of getting in and when you think about a dragon's lair what expectations come to mind expectations are incredibly important well the first thing is i think of a cave entrance 
that's what I think of. So we're going to have a cave entrance with a mountain sort of range or something. So those are mountains. Trust me, believe me, they are mountains. Right? This is not an art drawing lesson. This is not how to draw artwork. Right? So these are some mountains. These are mountains. They're going to go in through a cave. Hmm. Okay. It's kind of boring. It's not going to make them search this area, I don't think, for the dragon. So what if the cave entrance could be blocked? What if the dragon flies into the cave entrance and then blocks it up? Okay. So now how are they going to get to the dragon? They need to get to the dragon because the dragon's got the princess or the prince or the queen or the king or the jester or whatever it is that the dragon's got. So they've got to follow the dragon, but they can't get there. So what is our alternative entrance? Is it another cave? That's boring. Um, and I was looking, what was I was watching some documentary or something along those lines. What if it was a waterfall? A gigantic waterfall that fell inwards. So in other words, bear with me now, and I know some people are going to freak out. What if we had a river flowing in from this way, and we had a river flowing in from this way, and then it all became a waterfall down in a sort of a sinkhole type of idea, down into the cave below. And I was like, well, that's quite fun. Because the players then have the choice. Jump into the water and hopefully at the bottom of it will, will allow them to escape. Or move this giant stone and take the normal way down. Moving the stone provides them with a challenge. Gives them some skill checks to go through. They've got to figure out how to move this giant boulder. It also shows how strong the dragon is. But jumping in the waterfall brings them to a different part of the cave. Which now gives us an opportunity to say, well, whatever's living in the cave, however complicated that cave interior might be. So we'd have a single chamber here. The dragon, of course, is going to take a straight route back to his base why would he take a convoluted route he's a dragon he doesn't have to so the players can then get lost in some sort of higgledy-piggledy type of thing going on down here before they actually arrive at where the dragon is going to be good fine but we have our alternative so what is our alternative space here what haven't we used in terms of navigating this this uh, dungeon and i was like well 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 what if it was a giant trap? What if it was a trap? Okay, so a trap leads down to where? Well, what does this dragon do in his lair? What does he do down here? That's, that's a good question. He's got a lair. That's great. He comes out in this chamber here, arguably. And then what does he do with the rest of his space? Well, what do we expect? We, what do we expect? We expect a, a dragon to have a giant chamber filled with gold. Okay, great. So let's do a giant chamber filled with gold. Now, there's a reason why, by the way, I wanted a giant chamber built with gold. was because I was helping the Dungeon Fog team to design the props that were going into the dungeon pack that released last week. I think it was last week. It was the time of this video. And one of the things was we were trying out a new floor texture, what was called gold coins. I wanted to see how that could work. So a giant chamber full of gold. Um, then we need a chamber where we show off just how proud the dragon is of himself, I think. That makes the most sense. Um, I mean, what else is the dragon going to do? So you've got the gold horde, you've got a chamber to show off on, and then you've got his main, his main entrance and exit way to the surface, which is nicely protected and all that kind of wonderful stuff. What are we going to do with the rest of the map? Because we don't want to just not use the rest of the space. Dragons are sometimes a little bit tormentable. They like to torment other creatures, in my opinion, certainly in my world. So let's build in a tormenting space, which is an arena 
And you go, okay, okay, now we know that the trap led down to the dragon's territory, so what if this trap leads into the arena so that the poor buggers, if they go through the trap, they come into the arena, which is the actual trap, and there they have to face monsters that the dragon has now brought into the lair for its own amusement. And that gives us a nice uh, shape as well, so that even if the PCs arrive under normal circumstances, they might go to the arena first, or they might go into the dragon's horde. Either way, it doesn't matter, so they experience the whole thing. So this was the battle plan that I had in my head when I then started designing. Now, the video, I think, has been playing down there. I hope it's been playing down there anyway. And that has allowed us to then create this. So this is the battlefield map in its totality. Let me uh, zoom in here. So the PCs are going to start in... Now, this is this is about what the PCs will be seeing. So they're going to start in this ruined tower, having taken cover from the dragon who's been breathing these lines of fire, burning up everything and just causing absolute chaos and mayhem. As a matter of fact, I even did the flight path of the dragon. You can see he comes in, he burns a line, he then burns a line, he turns around, burns another line, turns around, burns another line. And then, of course, lands here and waddles into, as we uh, said we were going to do, this giant cave type of thing with a giant boulder, which we can see the claw marks on. He rolls that boulder over the uh, entrance, sealing it off. So, and of course, we've got some mammoth bones and things around just to show how terrifyingly big he is. Now, I purposefully left the central area blank. I wanted it to feel vast. I wanted it to feel very exposed so that the players might try and sneak across, try and hide, try and do whatever it is that they can do to get to this boulder. I also wanted it to be a nice big open area if they wanted to fight the dragon in an initial encounter, for example, depending on how we build the adventure. But I wanted it to be a nice open space. On the other hand, we did also talk about the river. So I created a river that flows down here quite nicely and then pours into this pool, which I hope is not too dark uh, for you, but you can see it's got like a vortexing, swirling thing. So this waterfall gushes into this vortex type of thing. There's another river that flows into it from here, doing exactly the same thing, and that will lead the players down that level. So, so far, in terms of our plan, we've got our two entrances and we've got our start point. So that's not too bad. I set it at night because I thought it makes the fire look more dramatic. It can be set during the day. It's entirely up to you. Okay, so then that, that, that's the whole thing. That then leads us down into the map below, and that is the cave system. So once again, we can zoom in down here, and we can see, right, so this is where it comes in. I've got little bubbles and things there. I mean, it would be giant splashes and all that kind of stuff, I would assume. Um, however you want to do it. I thought that it's so high that the water actually vaporizes. It mists before it reaches this pool down here and the players fall into the pool they're fine and off they go so we've built this entire thing we've got the journey out of this uh, secret entrance i suppose across this wooden bridge now this wooden bridge is my favorite because that black space underneath is the drop into the trap so this is a trap if they walk over this it's going to snap and break they will have to be very aware that this is very old and moldy and broken it will drop them into the trapped room below 
it does of course cut out all of the adventures that they might have in these other chambers i haven't really filled the other chambers with much except for these green sort of bluey crystals which i thought just looked cool and provided me with a natural source of glowing light because of their magical energy which creates the atmosphere of this particular map so once they've kind of fought out whatever's in here going whichever route they want to take they could of course always end up coming in through the main um uh, cave entrance which would then drop them down here so i've used the footprints that came with the pack to kind of indicate the path that the dragon took my players will not need to roll a survival check to follow the path that the dragon has taken it is obvious the route that the dragon has taken and i've done that for a reason it shouldn't be difficult so they break in through here perhaps or they drop down through here and then they follow the dragon to the next entrance that is through this gigantic hole here i've put claw marks all over the place just to say hey this is really where he has gone as well as of course those foot tracks just leading in there whatever we put in here this is entirely up to us in terms of our dungeon design we could have troglodytes we could have something suitably terrifying if our players are hunting a dragon unless it's a very small dragon and i don't think it should be uh these could be some quite terrifying creatures that have made a pact with the dragon that anyone who drops in through there they will come down and help the dragon or host or run the arena event for example so we have those kind of options available to us so then that brings us uh, very quickly just to remind you to our very lowest lair the dragon's lair and for that this is what we ended up with now i was purposefully playing around with color if you look here this is where they would enter if they dropped in from that hole above and again the footprints are just leading us through to where the dragon's lair directly is look at all of that wonderful gold that uh, texture i think working out really 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 well in terms of making that look like a true treasure hoard i mean there is there is hundreds of thousands of coins and gold and gems and shields and armor and three dragon eggs i had to put those in i thought those were quite fun but we've got some really cool stuff here golden fleece uh, yeah, anyway, so that's that's the main dragon lair, and it's straightforward. However, we have our statue to our dragon, showing his pride that he walks past it whenever he, he gets to his lair. So we did that. We've also got these traps. Now, under normal circumstances, if I'm using Dungeon Fog as my VTT, these will be hidden from the players when they walk into the space, as will these floor discs. Now, when I design dungeons, I do like to make room for the mechanics of my traps so if there is a trap and in this case it is a trap these spikes will shoot across uh basically eviscerating anybody who's in there if they step on these keypads um it will it will shoot out and sort of basically cover the room with these horrid horrid spines which are probably poisoned i like to have space for where they will take place so the main entrance area we've got some rubble we see that the dragon lands quite heavily and we've got these statues indicating it's definitely the dragon's main lair be prepared this trap on this uh, side what i have done is oftentimes players will come into a little room like this and they'll see perhaps some little holes and things and then they'll look for traps in the room this trap is set off before you get there so when they step onto one of these uh, particular pins what they'll do is they might hear a distant rumbling a distant clicking sound 
and no more. As they walk in through the doors, these doors seal, and then anything that is in this room gets turned to ash by a giant fire explosion that will burn through all kinds of wonderful things. As they step out, they disarm the trap on the other side because, well, now they've reset it so that if they run back through without desetting it, it will immolate them again. Yes, surprise. This is the primary arena, which I had a lot of fun building. Um, there's lots of dead bodies all over the place. Um, I think Dungeon Fog has got a wonderful collection of dead bodies, different poses, different skeletons and all kinds of things. Um, and uh, just a really gory kind of, of scene that takes place uh, in this spot. And there, of course, is our entrance. The characters will fall from that wooden bridge down into this territory where they are trapped until the door is opened with this lever or lever, depending on your persuasion. And then they are introduced into the giant arena where the dragon sits on this giant bale of hay. And there are those troglodytes from the level above who will now, of course, escort the players into the arena where they will fight whatever the dragon has uh, up his sleeves. Now, what I might do, I realize this in reflection, is that off of this side here, off of this side here, I might put in a prison cell to hold, probably off of this side here actually, to hold a beast that the players can then, or are required to fight. If they defeat it, the dragon will then flee through its territory. It doesn't set off these traps because it knows where they are. Hopefully they will, and of course it runs all the way back here into the final chamber for the final showdown. So that's my plan in terms of this particular dungeon. Once the players have killed the dragon, they of course have the major difficulty of how to get all of this treasure back up and out of this exit, out of the next exit, and so on. But when you look at this, I think that is far more impressive than uh, my initial plan. But my plan, I think, was put into execution. So I always advise that if you are going to be doing a more extensive kind of dungeon, have some maps, have some plans, some rough sketches. This is what I want, this is how I want it to work, these are the different layers, these are different things. And try and vary it up. So the feeling of each of those zones, I hope, was quite different. The battlefield is desolate, burning space, the caves cold and dark, and then the dragon's lair, dark and ominous, with chamber filled with glowing gold coins or the sort of very dimly lit arena to bring that very strong atmosphere across of what I wanted to do. If you found this video uh, useful, share it with your friends. Let them know about these uh, videos. That's how you can support the channel if you want to. Otherwise, you can, of course, hit that subscribe or like button. It's entirely up to you. So that's it from me for this week. I wish I had more for you, but, well... Till next week, of course, when I return, then I will have more for you. Until then, just a big shout out to all of my Patreons who keep this channel going. And of course, to Dungeon Fog, this week's sponsor. The maps that you saw today were all made in Dungeon Fog. The time-lapse video of me frantically making each of those layers was, of course, me using Dungeon Fog. You can see that sometimes I put something down and I look at it and I go, no, it doesn't work, and delete it. So there is a quite a long process of figuring out what goes where. And then sometimes you put down a room and you're like, 
What should be in that room? I don't know. So then you scroll through the prop list. Several thousand props now exist within Dungeon Fog, and they're completely available to you once you become a subscriber. A reminder, use that code GREATGM for a discount on subscriptions uh, to Dungeon Fog, and you will save yourself a bit of money. Until we meet again, however, to you, to everyone that you love and hold dear, I hope you're all safe in these troubling times. And from me, I wish you the very happiest of gaming.